0: I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sarah. And together we're the co founders of Whale Tales, a living library of cetacean stories.
1: Today we are going to the Whale Olympics. Hooray!
0: Plus a tale from a new species (laughs) for us, anyway. (laughs) So sit back and enjoy as we dive right in.
1: I feel like maybe I should actually sing that I believe song for this one, but I, uh, I won't. <laughs> hello, hello listeners, happy February. You may have missed it by the time you're listening to this, because I forgot, and, to, and I never watch the news, and I'm very rarely on social media, but thankfully, Lindsay and Sarah reminded me, the Winter Olympics are happening this <laughs> month. <laughs> love the olympics here at whale Tales. Um, we do have complicated feelings about where they are being held this time around so we're not going to focus on that we're just going to focus on our love of competition
2: and sportsmanship and whales yes <laughs> and our olympic love has nothing to do with uh the nostalgia for the vancouver 2010 olympics which happened just let me just check my notes no no it was just a little bit ago definitely <laughs> yeah. not 12 years no well, oh, definitely God. not really old so old. <laughs> so so
0: crazy oh because uh, sometimes it feels like lifetimes ago or like mm-hmm. a totally different lifetime but then also it's like just yesterday some of the memories mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah well oh, those ones
2: time. are really strong memories
0: so crazy! Um, so, in case you missed it a couple years ago, similar to our Dolphin Olympics from our March 2020 episode. Ah, oh, everybody's mm. favorite month <laughs> still happening. Um, I think actually, you yeah, were still in March 2020. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, we created a bunch of different whale-based Olympic events, and we'll be awarding bronze, silver, and gold medals medals to the different species. Sometimes these competitions will be based on actual statistical information, and sometimes will be based on our own completely biased, but absolutely correct opinions. Because, just like in the real Winter Olympics, some sports are a bobsled
1: race, and some are figure skating. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you
2: brought awesome. your very pretty outfits, whales.
1: Also, quick note, uh, we will be, for the stat space events, we will be looking at averages for most of the size categories. Because otherwise it gets just much, much, much too confusing. So think of that as like the, you know, best of three long jumps,
2: as it were. (laughs) Yes. So in longest whales, in bronze, we have sperm whales at 16 meters or 52 feet. In silver, we have the fin whale, 18 and a half to 20 meters. And this shouldn't surprise anyone if you like whales. (laughs) The longest whale is of course the blue whale 21 to 26.3 meters or 68 to 86.3 feet it's a lot of whale a lot of so much whale
0: okay at the opposite end of the spectrum we are going to talk about the smallest by length and so the bronze medal will be the largest of the smallest whales confusing makes but sense. correct <laughs> yes um so in bronze we have female beluga whales um because they are strongly sexually dimorphic eh, for that species um so male belugas are three and a half to five and a half meters or 11 to 18 feet whereas females are three to 4.1 meters or 9.8 to 13 and feet um for their weight they also obviously have a fairly small weight males are 1100 to 1600 kilos or uh, 24 2430 p- pounds to 303530 pounds and the females weigh between 700 and 1200 kilos or 1540 to 2650 pounds. So that is our oh actually this is a tie for the bronze medal because mm. the the ranges overlap between female belugas and The pygmy beaked whale. So pygmy beaked whales are about 4 meters long or 13 feet and they weigh 1,100 kilos or 2,400 pounds. So we get two bronze medals and then the silver medal is awarded to the pygmy sperm whale. Pygmy sperm whales are even smaller. They're about 3.5 meters or 11 feet long and they weigh around 400 kilos or 880 pounds. Itty bitty. Oh, but don't don't forget we've got one more and it's even smaller in the gold medal spot we have the dwarf sperm whale and they are 2 to 2.7 meters or 6.6 to 8.9 feet long and weigh only 136 to 272 kilos or about 300 to 600 pounds that's Hmm. such a
2: tiny little whale so
0: tiny This is
1: again reminding me that at some point I'm making it a goal for 2022 listeners. Mm. We will do an episode specifically about the pygmy and dwarf sperm whales because they are adorable. And as I said in the sperm whale episode that we did about, you know, quote unquote, the typical sperm whale. um, Pygmy and dwarf sperm whales are deserving of their own episode. So that will come later this year.
2: (laughs) Hooray.
0: Put it on the list.
1: For now, we're moving on to the next category, the next event, the heaviest whale. Now, you might have noticed Sarah was giving you smallest both in length and weight, and that's because there is usually a strong correlation when something is big lengthwise, It's also big (laughs) heavy-wise, weight-wise, and vice versa. So when it came to the three, well, four, because there was a tie for bronze, the four winners of smallest, it actually was the same based on length and Ah. weight. But for heaviest, they are not the same bronze, silver, and gold winners as our three longest whales. There is some overlap, but there's also some some new contenders who are even heavier. Uh, So the one that gets knocked out of the ring is sperm whale. Sperm whale is not in the heaviest podium.
2: Weird. They got like all the those teeth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Does
2: baleen weigh more than teeth?
0: But they also, like, their whole head spermaceti cavern is probably full of lots of air.
1: That's true. Plus, when you look at the body plans of most of our winners here, you might see why there is a discrepancy.
0: They're not that
1: much shorter than sperm whales, but much more rotund. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The bronze medal goes to a three-way tie. Oh, scandal. Between the fin whale, which you might remember was our silver medalist in length, but now has been bumped down to one of three bronze medalists weighing in at between 30 to 80 tons. Then it's sharing that spot of the podium that's must to be a very, very, very large podium <laughs> and also strong because they're so heavy with both the North Atlantic right whale and the Southern right whale, both of which are 40 to 80 tons. So the fin whale can be smaller, um, at the low end of its average weight it could be 30 tons but all three of those whales can average up to 80 tons so bronze goes to the fin whale the north atlantic right whale and the southern right whale congratulations all not to be outdone our silver medal goes to the north pacific right whale who huh. is still up to 80 tons but it's sort of smaller side of the scale only goes down to 60 tons hence why it gets the silver medal. So the North Pacific right whale is bigger than its other two right whale cousins uh, by about 20 tons which is not nothing. Nope. (laughs) Uh, And finally still winning the gold is the blue whale. Uh, Blue whales when they're on the smaller side they can be only 50 tons so all of these right whales could actually be bigger than a smaller blue whale but the big, big, big averaging blue whales are over a hundred and fifty
2: tons. Yeah, that's a lot of whale. Yeah. I'm just gonna true. keep saying that over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the fastest. This is swimming, not running. Uh so in bronze we have the blue whale, who maintains speeds of twenty to twenty-five miles per hour. Um, but they can burst up to speeds of 28 miles per hour, which is 45 kilometers. In Silver Place, we have the fin whale, who maintains speeds similar to the blue whale, 20 20, 20 to 25 miles per hour, but can burst up to 29 miles per hour, which is 47 kilometers per hour, if you don't want to do that very small um, unit change. And in gold, we have the say whale, who also swims around 20 to 25 miles per hour, but can burst up to speeds of 31 miles per hour or 50 kilometers an hour which seems like a lot yeah yeah that's
0: that's very fast Mm -hmm. for something so large like all of those are large yeah crazy uh we talked a bit on our last episode um our mailbag about deep diving um species and so our next medal competition is for the deepest diver so unlike our size ones that were more like averages these are the deepest records that we could find for each species um we'll put the link to our source for this one in the show notes and it has um, a really beautiful infographic Ooh, nice i love okay. infographic big fan okay uh with the bronze medal we have the sperm whale Sperm whales can dive for 90 minutes to a depth of 2,250 meters or about 7,380 feet, which is a lot, Mm -hmm. but we're going to bump that way, way up when we meet our silver medalist with the northern bottlenose whale, and they can dive for 130 minutes to a depth of 2,339 meters or 7,674 feet.
1: Still, but still, deep, but still not, still, deep enough. not the just, deepest.
0: Nope. Not the deepest. We've got our amazing gold medalist, the Cuvier's beaked whale. No surprise that we've got a beaked whale in this medal competition. Uh, they can dive for 222 minutes to a depth of two th- almost 3,000 meters, 2,992 meters, or 9,800 feet. That's insane. Which it's so
1: insane. Yeah. I remember talking about that in our beaked whale episode. That just it's yeah. Just, it's just insane.
0: Yeah. Three kilometers. Yeah. Three kilometers. For mm-hmm. 222 minutes. Yeah. It's like almost four hours? Is yeah. That like that? Yeah, basically. It's like over three and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You could watch four West Wing episodes.
0: Right there. <laughs> you could. <laughs> or you could watch them for, watch four West Wing episodes while you're waiting for them to come back up. True. Yes. Also um, true. True. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Congratulations, medalist. You're spectacular. Yeah.
1: Our next category goes to the most populous, not popular, we may or may not see that category coming up later, but most populous. Uh, Little disclaimer here, in researching for this category's winners, I frequently came across population unknown, population estimate Mm -hmm. unknown, data deficient, so... There may, in fact, be contenders waiting in the wings, listening to this episode, being like, hey, actually, my species is the silver winner. But if your data is not reported by scientists, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) These are the most populous that we have good estimates for. Yes. So in bronze comes the southern bottlenose whale, and there is an estimated global population of half a million, 500,000 southern bottlenose whales. Silver goes to the Antarctic minke whale subspecies. Oh. Specifically, the Antarctic minke whale. Living in the same geographic region as our bronze winner. So they're both down in the Southern Hemisphere, primarily around Antarctica. Hmm, I mm. wonder why there could be so many whales <laughs> there. The Antarctic minke whale's global population is estimated at just a little bit more than the bronze medal winner at 515,000. So Southern baden Whales has got to get on... Bonking each other, make 15,000 more and they'll be bumped to bronze. <laughs> Sorry, bumped to silver. <laughs> Finally, our gold medal winner is the sperm whale. And their global estimates range from 200,000, which would not get them gold medal standard here, but the high range of their estimate is there are over 2 million sperm whales out there in the oceans.
2: That's weird. Why haven't I seen a sperm whale? I know. I haven't either. (laughs) Um, Because they dive really, really deep for hours at a time. (laughs) Okay. In our next category, nobody's a winner. It's Mm. most endangered. Yay. Mm. So in bronze, uh, again, this is a backwards thing. This is the third least endangered is blue whales. So the estimated global population is 10 to 25,000. The largest threat is, uh, has been ship strikes off the coast of Sri Lanka and the west coast of the United States, especially. They're, they're susceptible to ship strikes due to the high volume of commercial ship traffic in these areas. And also, climate change is a serious threat to the survival, especially in, because warming waters lead to the decline of populations of krill, which is the main food source of blue whales. Boo. Okay, in silver, we have the North Pacific right Whales. Uh, who are endangered. There are less than a 1,000, and probably in the low hundreds. Um, We don't have good numbers because we never see them. (laughs) Um, They are severely impacted by historic hunting, and currently ship collisions have proven to be one of the biggest threats to survival and also climate change because reductions of sea ice coverage can dramatically alter the distribution of zooplankton, which is their main food source. And in the gold place, it... Gold medal, you probably would have guessed if you've been paying attention, is a North Atlantic right whale. Mm. Critically endangered, probably uh, definitely less than few, than 500, probably less than 400. We'll, probably, we'll get a more accurate count um, when calving is over. It's happening right now. We're at 13 calves this season. Ooh. So that's nice. They're at least procreating. Um, so, yeah, about 400 individuals in the Western North Atlantic and the population is in the low double digits in the eastern North Atlantic. They are severely impacted also by historic whaling, and currently entanglement in fishing gear and ship strikes are very problematic for these guys, just because of the way, where they go, up from the Gulf of Mexico up to the coasts off of Nova Scotia. Is um, There's a lot of ships there. We are sorry that we need to award these medals.
0: Yes, we can only hope that Things will change in the next four years. I don't know yeah. if we'll do this again in four years, but you know, you never know. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so before we continue to the judged events, we wanted to take a moment to tell you all about how you can support our podcast and everything we do at Whale Tales. Uh, one of the ways that you can support us financially is by going to our
0: patron- Patreon at patreon.com slash whaletails. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash whale tails and for a dollar a month you can join us at the porpoise level for five dollar a month you can join us at the dolphin level and for ten dollar a month ten dollars a month you can join us at the whale level and we really appreciate all your support there
1: each level comes with a variety of perks including discounts on merch like our new whaley great day shirts and mugs and little one onesies not on my mind for any particular reason but i just placed an (laughs) order for them yesterday (laughs) um other perks include thank you postcards signed by all three of us access to extended interviews and stories with our guests that we have on the podcast and you can produce your own
2: fun flipper fact segment of the podcast so thank you so much to our patrons they are so amazing and we're so grateful towards all of them
0: Uh, If you aren't able to support us financially, there's still lots of things you can do to help us out. You can leave us a rating or a review on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, which will help other people find us um you can also tell your cetacean and science podcast loving friends all about us so that they can listen as well
1: and you can follow us on social media if you heard our last episode or you do currently follow us on social media you might remember that our instagram account has changed thanks hackers so if you were following us before but you haven't gone and done that in uh, basically since the holidays you can now find us at whale underscore org so that's w h a l e T A L E S underscore org. That was a weird way for me to say that. Oh well. Plus, <laughs> you can send us your feedback so that we can keep making the podcast even better. All right. To the judged events.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so much power. Yeah, No. Where's my scoreboard? Oh, I can make it out of my whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For coolest looking, we have the contestants are Narwhal, Sperm Whale, bowhead
0: whale oh i feel hmm i feel like narwhal maybe would take it but aside from their tusk i don't know their coloration is really cool their coloration is really cool but aside from their tusk their body shape is pretty tubular uh, yeah but But they're they're a unicorn (laughs) yeah exactly i know and it's like well obviously I mean, um, they are the
1: only, not just whale species, but the only ocean species, at least mam- mammalian species, I'll go there, yeah. <laughs> that has the big long tusk sticking out of their head like a, yeah. like a unicorn. So I, oh, feel know right in, <laughs> I, know, I feel right in giving them the gold.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then between sperm whales and bowheads, I don't know. They're both very odd looking. Mm-hmm. Bowheads... I don't know it's a it's a close one for me i think i think bowheads because they're more
2: weird like mm-hmm. all over yeah that's what i was thinking like sperm whales are weird looking but they're like their shape is pretty normal yeah
0: but then if you look at a bowhead like their head is weird their mouth is weird their yeah. pectoral fins are a little bit weird yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah they have a wouldn't. they have a massive ridge by their blowhole like yeah and their coloration is weird yeah
2: yeah okay so we're
0: going yeah so i think narwhal bowhead or so bronze the bronze medal is awarded to sperm whale silver to the bowhead and gold to the narwhal if you disagree tweet at us (laughs) yeah yes or tell us in some way okay (laughs) our next category is best vocalizations it Candidate number one, in no particular order, are the beluga, also known as the canary of the sea, Uh, humpbacks, with um, the most famous whale song, uh, probably have like some number one records back in the day, and fin whales, whose frequency is the same noise as the shifting tectonic plates.
1: Which is just so cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. Anybody have any thoughts? I'm going to go humpbacks... For gold because their record is how we saved humpbacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking important. the same thing too. Yeah, like if you're not familiar with that, the songs of the humpback whale recording in the '70s, I think the album is what gained popularity in the Save the Whales movement with Greenpeace, and basically it's why humpbacks are doing as well as they are. Yeah, having a comeback, you might say.
0: Mhm. So 2022 of them. Um, So then between belugas and fin whales, like belugas have amazing vocals, like obviously, but fin whales is just so weird. And we talked about, I might cut this out if I'm wrong, but was it fin whales that they were using to study um, like undersea vents and stuff like do underwater archeology? span Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. So like fin whales have a frequency that we can use instead of, like invasive technology to study deep sea geology mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah. i feel like that gives them an edge over beluga yeah
1: i agree, I, I agree. concur concur the judge from delta in canada
2: <laughs> <laughs> um i want to say fourth place is minkies because they're make noises that sound like lightsabers
0: yeah that's true that's true that's, they that's can a be a good
2: fourth place a good runner-up
0: yeah, yeah, a great runner up. They're like the one that, you, like the underdog that you were kind of rooting for. And mm-hmm, they're just mm-hmm. like, you're so happy that they got fourth.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like Canada before we got really good
0: at
1: the Olympics. <laughs> I also feel like Minkies would be okay with that. Yeah. They get fourth. They're, just, yeah, like, they're a very fourth place whale. So happy to be invited. Uh, on the note of whales just sweeping categories. In oh, which yeah. Have, some countries are known to just sweep the podium of certain events. We're going into best acrobatics. And the contenders for this event probably don't surprise you. It's humpbacks, humpbacks, and humpbacks. Amazing. Wow. Sweeping all three medals. There just is no contest. There is not. I did try to look up
0: if there were any whales that do cool, like, underwater acrobatic things Mm -hmm. that are maybe less famous. But, like... There's like a few examples, but nothing with the consistency and no. Yeah, it's like as a spontaneous one off shenanigans kind of thing. Yeah. But not like, yeah, like when a you regular s- part of their behavior and culture. Yeah.
2: When you see the smaller baleen whales breach like a days <laughs> or a Minky and stuff, you're just like, Whoa. Especially yeah. the Bruce because of their color. They look mm-hmm. like a giant um yeah. something and like coming out of the water. But and like Fin, fin whales
0: fin whales have been known to breach, and it's spectacular, yeah, but it's like a once-in-a-lifetime
2: sighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And blue whales like do some mm-hmm. lunch feeding, like the, just a little bit of lunch, because they're heavy, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But And so obviously that's crazy spectacular, but mm-hmm. it's nothing compared yeah. to...
1: So humpbacks, congratulations, a tip of the hat. You are deserving of your bronze, silver, and gold, and probably even platinum medals. Uh Mm -hmm. Let's go jump for joy.
2: (laughs) They will. Don't worry. Okay. Most famous. Uh oh. Our contestants are the humpback, Mm. the blue whale, and the beluga whale. Oh, this is hard. Now, no. can I
1: can I make mm-hmm. a case for mm-hmm. why, because I am the one who prepared the contestants, mm-hmm. for why I included Beluga? Because it may seem like a strange one based on the popularity and fame of the humpbacks and blues for their various reasons. Beluga is included because of the song. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I thought you were going to say, and yep. I was
2: hoping you weren't.
1: I will not <laughs> sing it, because I don't sing that song. <laughs> no. Okay. But the song. Everybody knows it. And that is why, even though people know erroneous information about the beluga because of said song. Said <laughs> song. Um, that is why I think they are probably probably up there with the yes
0: and blue. Yeah, no, I would agree. I feel like blue whales should get most famous. I agree. Because, like, my four year old niece knows that blue whales are the largest animal in the world.
2: Yeah. Like, you can't Top Yeah. Added, the, because it's not just largest whale, it's not just largest marine animal, it's not just Yeah, exactly. It's just everything. That would be my
0: thought for I I, I am on board with that. Okay. okay. I think beluga
2: should get bronze.
0: Yes. Yeah. That seems fitting. And then humpbacks get silver, like yeah, they're definitely famous with people who love whales.
2: Yeah. And they're also like the most generic whale photos. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like lots of like people who know whales love humpbacks and then people mm-hmm. who don't know anything about whales still know about humpbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And then people who've had a small child since the mid eighties, especially in Canada, but all it's, I think it's global know about belugas. Yeah. That seems like a good, a good ranking. Hmm. Well done humpbacks, blues and belugas. We're coming to our final medal event, which is best overall um so basically we're each gonna pick a favorite and then we'll f- fight about it <laughs> i mean it probably won't be a fight but <laughs> um, so um nicole you get to pick your favorite first
1: because ooh, ooh, this I'm also means we all have to do.
0: do we all each have to do a different favorite yeah so oh, no! three candidates so sorry Lindsay. i went with Youngest to oldest. I don't know why.
2: Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm in the middle. Sorry for you.
1: That's okay. <laughs> um, this is hard. Even though I was the one prepping this episode, I, I hadn't really decided who I was going to pick because I didn't know if I was going to be going first or not. There's so many good contestants out there. There are so many excellent whales. But I think I might have to go with narwhal. Mm. And my my pitch for narwhal is, as already stated, they are unicorns. But also the reason that narwhal is sort of particularly special to me, it starts with the same letter as my name. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, um, especially for our listeners who have children, you're frequently talking about animals with kids who start with the same letter of their name and then you read the alphabet books and it's the like, a is for alligator and blah 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 and i have many of these books because i have small children <laughs> and there are it turns out quite a number of animals who start with other letters of the alphabet you know for example l there's lots of different animals that start with l no, there's
2: not <laughs> there's it's lion or llama that's all you get yeah, <laughs> um, always I get the good ones. You do. has yes, there got the good of stuff. Lots of <laughs> yeah. um,
1: I just feel like when I'm reading the alphabet books with James, there's some some variety going on with the other letters of the alphabet, but with N, it is always in our wall and that was the case when I was young as well. I now know that newts also start with the letter. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, like, <laughs> why don't, like, what's with this amphibian discrimination? I know, but I remember that.
1: It's so funny that I have such a strong memory of that as a kid, that, like, narwhals were my animal, not specifically whale, but my animal, because they started with the same letter as my name. So that is my pitch. Narwhals for the wit.
2: <laughs> anyway, my vote is very generic. But it is the correct vote. It's humpbacks. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not surprised.
2: I'm not surprised. They're all, like they're one of my favorite animals of all time. Yes. So
0: yeah, yeah, uh, amazing. Yeah, I mean, if Lindsay hadn't picked humpbacks, I would have picked humpbacks. So now I am torn. Although I am not surprised that Lindsay picked humpback. <laughs> so I should have been thinking about this earlier. Um, I am torn between blue whales and sperm whales, and I know they're like super generic but they're cool for reasons yeah and i think i'm gonna go with sperm whales because they're just they're mysterious and fascinating they're like historically relevant in lots of ways um there's so much mythology around them they're sort of like Mm. haunted looking like when they're floating at sort of half asleep underwater, I always think they're sort of like eerie, but in a really cool way. Um, that's
2: true. You're winning me over. hmm.
0: They're just I feel like there's so much to learn about sperm whales. Not that there's like we've learned so much about humpback whales, and narwhals were just like just scratching the surface because they're so weird. Um, but yeah, like there's so much more to learn about sperm whales. I think, um, yeah, I don't know, I'm just I am intrigued by sperm whales. And I feel like it wouldn't be that cool to see them in the wild because I don't think like they don't really do much at the surface overall. And so unless the water is really clear, like you, it's not going to be like as spectacular too. So it's yeah. not like I'm waiting, like blue whales, I'm anxiously waiting for an opportunity to see them in the wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not doing anything about it lately, but you know, <laughs> it's always the goal. Whereas like sperm whales are like, they they're just, they feel like they will always fascinate me. So that's why they're my favorite. So
1: now we have to pick. I feel like I need to make more of a case with my narwhal now. (laughs) I mean, they're unicorns, so yeah. Yeah,
2: I think you're fine.
1: Yeah. The only reason I hesitate to give the humpbacks top spot for best overall is just because they won all the acrobatic (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) A flippy little humpback. (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, like... The understandings that we've come to with humpbacks yeah. and how much That's we know about I'm them at. and the the ways that scientific communicators and educators and artists and people have been fascinated with them and been able to, like, the understanding that we got from humpbacks is why there's been a resurgence and a of whale populations and, like, the whole Save the Whales, everything mm-hmm. is from humpbacks. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. that is a strong contender for a gold medal, like... Because there's the trickle down of like stopping whaling to protect humpbacks protects everybody else.
1: True. Good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there's the yeah the community aspect of fluke matching and mm-hmm. finding your whale friends thousands of miles away, mm-hmm. in different places. That pla- I really love, and just being able to identify them, having such a strong identifier, it's just such a obviously other ones have that too but it's just such a weird random thing that we've discovered um, and that enables us to track these animals and know where they've been for years and decades and know their calves and know all sorts of crazy stuff about them strong contender plus they
0: do cool jumps they do so many cool jumps and they have so many different feeding behaviors I don't know it's so hard
2: yeah trap feeding trap that's feeding Bubble
0: nets
1: like lunch feeding. Oh, uh, you're convincing me. You're convincing. I do. Yeah. I think humpbacks probably are best overall.
2: Yeah. literal dozens of humpbacks whale art that's on my walls right now are all cheering. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing. Amazing. Um, and then I'm torn. I feel like it's like a strong tie, but for super different reasons, but also kind of mm-hmm. the same. Like, narwhals rolls are also like... Poorly understood and
2: mysterious and... Okay, I read it. I love sperm whales and I loved your speech, but narwhals stun fish with their giant tusks. And
1: can also sense changing salinity in the water. I mean, I keep saying they're just unicorns, but we've done a whole narwhal episode about why their tusks are so insanely cool. Yeah, they're so cool.
0: No, absolutely. Like, the sperm whale is the underdog in this race, obviously. Yes.
2: Never been an underdog in its life, probably.
0: No, probably not. But yes, so that gives us a bronze medal for the sperm whale, a silver medal for a narwhal, and the gold medal goes to everybody's favorite, the humpback. Yay! Yay.
1: Woot woot! Well, we hope you've enjoyed our Whale Olympic Games. Please join us on Patreon, where you can vote, regardless of whether you are a patron or not. Uh, If you go to our Patreon site at patreon.com slash whaletails, you can vote for Miss Congeniality of the Whale World.
2: Yeah, like minke whales, mm-hmm. fourth place, miscongeniality. Congeniality. Yep. Maybe some of those pygmy sperm whales are all...
1: We will throw in some of the whales that uh, just didn't make top contenders for any yeah. of the three medalists in any of the You know who's spots. not
2: in here is the um, ginkgo tooth beaked whale. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> Actually, most beaked whales aren't in here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there's, lot, there's lots of opportunity to, for you to... Shout out your favorite, um, share the poll with your friends and, you know, get into a fun argument
2: <laughs> with your yeah, friends yeah. about their, your favorite whale species. Whale species only. We will not accept yeah. dolphins. Yeah. Or por- porpoises. Yeah. Speaking to certain people. Yeah. We did,
0: we did a couple of years ago, we did the dolphin, dolphin Olympics and, um, we haven't done porpoise Olympics, but there's not as many no, species. So it's a little same harder. length. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's a little bit trickier, but, um, we look forward to, um, reading your submissions or reading your votes
1: do you know what time it is now it's time for fun flipper fact (laughs) it's time for fun flipper fact and today's fun flipper fact everybody is about our best overall gold medal winner the humpback whale i'm just gonna throw out my favorite my favorite humpback whale fact my favorite fact about humpback whales is about the unique feeding strategy that some members of this population employ. And that is the bubble net feeding. So, yeah. uh, Lindsay, I'm throwing it over to you because I expect oh, no. that you, no, 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 not to answer, not to talk. About. Okay. <laughs> um, I like control of my fun flipper facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: not prepared,
1: but I am throwing it over to you because I, uh, I know that you are the social media queen are. Uh, and I expect you could probably find some awesome videos that we could throw up yeah. about... Because uh, it's way cooler to watch a video of humpback whales bubble net feeding than to hear me talk about it. But it is probably my favorite fact about them, that humpback yeah. whales work cooperatively with other humpbacks to produce bubbles, to trap small schooling fish into a, a bigger clump, a more more condensed clump, so that it's easier for them to... Swim up through the middle of the net created by bubbles and get a huge mouthful of fish. And it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. It's really impressive to think about a species figuring out how to do this because there's so many different aspects of their biology and their behavior at work, as well as their social dynamics, because humpbacks are not group species. They don't travel in, you know, large hunting groups like wolves or orcas. Um, So this is something that they just sort of, you know, instinctively with other humpbacks that they do not spend all year with, come together to do this really, really amazing behavior. And it's awesome and it's fun. And they have flippers. (laughs) Ta-da!
2: So now it's time for a whale tale. And this one's going to be a little bit short because we wanted to share that we, in case you missed it, over the last couple of months. I don't know, remember when this went up. What's time? Um, we have a new species in our library of stories, and it's the bowhead whale, which is so cool. So, cool. Uh, so we have one story uh, called Seeing Arctic Whales in Greenland, and from Flo, they saw They went up to Baffin Bay and saw belugas and a bowhead whale, which is ridiculous, and I'm very jealous. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can look at that, follow the link in our show notes, and we have, I just looked, we have over 600 stories about whales, and I don't remember how many species, but a lot. So, take your pick and read some nice stories. We do have a lot of stories about humpbacks, spoiler alert, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but they're good ones, so
0: yeah and before we wrap up the podcast we always like to throw in a call to action um something that you can do in your everyday life to help protect and save these animals that we love so much and our one today is um something that's good for all kinds of things not just saving ocean animals but i think also something that's really important and that is contacting your local political representatives i think um there's lots of talk about like you know, your nation, national politics, like um, in Canada, we have our our prime minister or in the States, your president, like that stuff gets a lot of attention. But I think going smaller, like municipal stuff can have a huge impact on what's happening in your city from development, wastewater, all that kind of stuff, as well as your provincial or state representatives. It's super easy to figure out, like you could Google like city council and your city and your... um, and your city name, or like um, like state senator and your zip code, or provincial MLA or provincial legislature um, and your postal code. And it'll tell you, like, if there's an election coming up, who's running, who your current representative is, their email address. It's super easy to figure it out. And it's really great to um, tell them how you feel about things. Tell them uh, what's important to you. Tell them, you know maybe there's something coming up that you're worried about or like a um, maintenance issue or something. Maybe it doesn't affect Wales, but I think it's a really good thing to get comfortable with on something. um, Like it's a really good activity to get comfortable with um, living in a democracy. It's not just something that happens at election time. Um, These are your representatives. So it's important that they know how you feel about things. They
1: also Mm -hmm. have the best opportunity to make change once they've already been elected and then they're not running for election. Absolutely. Um, And similarly, you know, they were elected and so they're also accountable. So even if you, you know, thinking about not necessarily that you don't just have something you want to tell them, ask them, ask them, this is something that's important
0: to me. What are you
1: doing about it?
0: Or you said when you were running that you were going to do this and that was why I voted for you. What have you done about it?
1: Oh my gosh, please. That one, please. That one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's
1: particularly relevant to my heart right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You talk about how you're supporting this issue, but like, Other than talking about it, how like what actually is happening? So I think it would
1: be so awesome if we called politicians of all sides of the aisle on the promises that they make when they're running,
0: or or even just the statements that they make. Like, yeah, you're like, I support whatever issue is trending in social media, but like, what are you actually doing about it when social media is not yelling at you?
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm just gonna also say, but just do it nicely. Yes. Yeah. No. Be,
0: be is, polite. Be respectful. Yeah. I think sending a personalized email is good. You
2: specific thing to say. That's a, a cause that's really close to your heart. I think an email is probably the best way to do it. So you can put your feelings and you um and your facts and yeah. all of those kinds of things all together. Uh,
0: They have phone numbers. You can call them. I'm just not a phone person.
1: (laughs) I also might make the case for Mm. a handwritten letter. And I do that because uh, I know a little bit about uh, working inside some different uh, political offices and emails can often get thrown to junk or, or it's, it, you know, if you think about from a politician standpoint, the, the weight behind correspondence, emails are easier for people to write than letters and things that are harder that require more effort often get more attention
0: absolutely yeah and also yeah. like look at your audience like if your mla is 80 it's going to be more effective to send them a letter than an email
1: and i think uh, that probably brings us to the end of this episode we would love to hear your thoughts on this episode or any episode so please visit our website whale tailsorg and find links to our various social media handles so that you can drop us a link
2: you can also tweet at us directly if you have very specific opinions about Best Whale. You can tweet at us and you know, like, please be nice, but you, we can get into a fight. I will fight you. <laughs> that I'm okay with. Uh, I am FHG07. Sarah is Sarah K. Given, no H. And Nicole is Nick F. Can, C-A-N-N.
0: You can head to our website to subscribe to the podcast, check out our merchandise, and learn more about supporting us at Becoming a Patron. And while you're there, you can read over 1,100 whale, dolphin, and porpoise stories. That's whale tailsorg Tales like the
2: story, not tales like the animal.
0: And don't forget, if you've seen a cetacean, we would love to add your story to our library. Click the share link on our website, contact us on social media. We're at Whaletails.org on Facebook and Twitter and at WhaleTales underscore org on Instagram. Or you can email us a voice memo and your story might be included in a future podcast
2: episode. Finally, we want to acknowledge that we recorded today's episode on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples and the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations as well as the homelands of the Tawasin First Nations. Thank you, and thank you again for listening and for supporting
1: us. We hope you all have a Whaley great day.